welcome to the Women With Fire podcast. I am Michelle Gifford. I am Sarah Allred. God is calling women around the world to stand up and make a difference. We call this your quest. God needs you. Learn from other women who are navigating their own quests. And through this podcast, light that fire as you embark upon your own. Let's do this. guys and welcome to another episode of the Women with fire podcast it's michelle and sarah happy thursday we love thursdays that means it is quest day and if you know season six we are talking about covenants and it's good today we're talking about decision point i cannot deny and this is coming we're choosing three examples one from the joseph smith george washington and paul and i'm probably going to put in nephi because you know so we are three episodes in and you haven't seen his name what? <laughs> i'm sorry you're with us um so we're very excited about this um because this is going to we hope help you going forward to make a decision and not look back um and so again we're still talking about george washington I'm a little, I don't know, sorry, we've been reading The Washington Hypothesis by Timothy Ballard and has really brought about covenants and how real they are and how they can affect lives and nations. And so when I was reading, I didn't realize that George Washington had had angelic visitation, but in Valley Forge, when things were really bad, he had two angels come to him and they, they showed what was going to happen on the American continent. And he beheld the villages and towns after, after it all gone away, he beheld like towns and things springing up and that they were going to be, um, they were going to win and be victorious. And while that is amazing, right? And he has this vision. And the cool thing about it is, is it does something to George Washington. Um, he had been in a lot of battles before. And he, I, I believe he had a sense from younger that he was supposed to do something and that God was protecting him because even in the French and Indian War, he was protected and all these things. But because he knew what was going to happen, he knew who he was and what he, what his call was, right? And he would at times in battle when he wanted to see the enemy and see what was happening he would stand up in a very um, open space and be looking with his telescope and and bullets are just landing all around him and and his aides are trying to pull him down because they're afraid he's going to die and he stands up confidently without fear because he has a knowledge of what he's supposed to do and this is good it's this is what we want. We want you to have an assurance, having no fear of the bullets and the battle raging around you. And George Washington isn't the only one. This is fantastic. And I am, I am envious. I am envious of wonderful George because I just think, gosh, if I knew the end from the beginning, how different would my day to day be? Ah, so I think we are constantly trying to refine our vision and get those answers. And then little phrases come in like, you'll, you know, the Lord's timing, how does that play, play into it? And, oh man, that's a podcast. That's another podcast, but you have to, <laughs> but like, you have to kind of realize that George Washington, 
I mean, it's not that people weren't dying around him and his, you know, his troops were dying and they had no food in Valley Forge. Like, it's not that, (laughs) it's not that it was easy for him, but that having a sense of, uh, a sense that you know what God wants you to do and that you're doing it makes a lot of other things, well, you can just get through them, right? Like my word, I would, you know, day-to-day stuff, being a mom. It's hard. <laughs> it's really, really true. It is really, really true. And I think missionaries resonate with that and, and struggle with it when they get home. Cause on their missions, it's like many of them experience, I'm in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. And that may not feel as constant of, of an assurance, um, for them once they get home. And that can be a real struggle as they try and find new purpose. And, uh, I have no doubt that there are women listening who have experienced what I have experienced, um, sometimes in motherhood, just saying, what am I doing? Like, show me the divine in this, show me the divine in this. I always feel this way after having a baby, right? My baby's six months old now. I can't believe it. Um, but having that experience, like, what am I doing? Oh my gosh. And, and trying to get that incredible assurance from the Lord. And so I guess what we really want to mirror here are these three examples, George Washington included, of how these people have experienced decision points that they cannot deny and then invite all of us to kind of remember experiences that you cannot deny and what that means in you going forward. So I'm going to dive actually into uh, Joseph Smith. Actually, I'm going to dive into Paul. I'm going to dive into Paul. Okay. Because he came first. (laughs) (laughs) When, when Paul in Acts is kind of doing his final witness and his final journey, he's talking to King Agrippa and King Agrippa is certainly in a position to absolutely have him killed. There is no doubt the stakes are very, very high in this situation. And, you know, he is bearing his testimony to it. And this is a really small line, but man, it resonates with me and sounds very similar to me um, as Joseph Smith. He says, wherefore, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision. Okay. It's very, very short and in kind of a little bit of a different language, but I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision. And it triggers in my mind, am I being obedient to those sacred experiences that I know I have been entrusted with? Do I even remember them? Because I do know there's a promise there that if the Lord gives us things and we remember them and respond to them, we'll get more of them. And so how am I doing with those experiences regarding my, my own testimony and how committed I am? Now listen to Joseph Smith. He says, this is in Joseph Smith History 124. However, it was nevertheless a fact that I had beheld a vision. I have thought since that I felt much like Paul when he made his defense before King Agrippa and related the account of the vision he had when he saw a light and heard a voice. But still there were but few who believed him. Some said he was dishonest. Others said he was mad and he was ridiculed and reviled. But all this did not destroy the reality of his vision. He had seen a vision, he knew he had, and all the persecution under heaven could not make it otherwise. And though they should persecute him unto death, yet he knew and would know to his latest breath that he had both seen a light and heard a voice speaking unto him, and all the world could not make him think or believe otherwise. And now Joseph's account. 
So it was with me. I had actually seen a light. And in the midst of that light, I saw two personages and they did in reality speak to me. And though I was hated and persecuted for saying that I had seen a vision, yet it was true. And while they were persecuting me, reviling me and speaking all manner of evil against me, falsely for so saying, I was led to say in my heart, why persecute me for telling the truth? I've actually seen a vision. And who am I that I can withstand God? Or why does the world think to make me deny that I have actually seen? For I had seen a vision. I knew it. And I knew that God knew it. And I could not deny it. Neither dared I do it. At least I knew that by doing so, I would offend God and come under condemnation. Whew. Okay. A little lengthy, little lengthy, but powerful. So so powerful. And I think the thing that is so fascinating to me is there, there's a little quote I found just a couple of days ago that said, the, the obstacle is the way. When we are facing an obstacle, the obstacle is the way. And I think you shared one with Sherry Do on the past podcast that's similar. The, the darkness is darkness the way. Is your opportunity. The darkness is your opportunity. Perfect. Okay. So there's got to be some truth to this. If business leaders are saying this and Sherry Dew is saying this, okay? The obstacle is the way. What in the world does that mean? And it is through the obstacle of Paul and Joseph bearing testimony and being called crazy, mad, blasphemous, you name it, that is the way that their testimony is strengthened and cemented and changes the world. It is through that obstacle. I am grateful for their sacrifice and their courage that way that I can share it with myself and share it with my family that they face that obstacle head on. And so our question to you is, is are these experiences of light and testimony reserved for prophets and apostles? No. <laughs> no. Who is that? <laughs> A voice from the, from the darkness. Um, no, you guys, listen, if you gain anything from this whole podcast series that we do, I we want you to know that God is speaking to you. The prophets are telling you that. President Nelson's first talk as prophet is about personal revelation. And he says, we will not be able to stand without our own personal revelation, which to me says that God is giving it in abundance, but we have to be able to recognize it. And I know in my life that I have had, I have not seen angels, but I have felt them. I have not seen God, but I have felt him and I have felt the spirit and that's enough for me. And I have had moments in my life that I cannot deny and will not deny and they have changed me and they have changed my course. And so our question to you is, can you recognize those moments? Because God is sending them. And we want you to recognize them, remember, share them, because sharing and testifying helps solidify that testimony. And maybe you're, you're like, hey, Michelle, guess what? I cannot even think of one. So I, <laughs> um, if this is you, I want you to pray about it. And I want you to be like Nephi. He's coming in. He's, he's entering stage left. Um, so this is in chapter two of first Nephi. So they've just left Jerusalem. I've read this scripture before, but it's worth it again. And it says, and it came to pass that I Nephi being exceedingly young, nevertheless being large in stature and also having a great desire to know of the mysteries of God 
Wherefore, I did cry unto the Lord, and behold, he did visit me, and did soften my heart, that I did believe all the words which had been spoken by my father. Wherefore, I did not rebel against him like unto my brothers. So here's the deal. Nephi wasn't, he left Jerusalem with his dad, but he got to have a testimony for himself that he was on the right path. If he can do it, you can do it. And all it took was a desire to know of the mysteries of God and humility to pray to God and ask. And then his heart was softened. I love that Nephi told me by saying that his heart was softened, it means that it was a little bit hard at some point, right? But the Lord visited him and this he could not deny because he goes on to become a prophet of God. And if you look at Nephi, George Washington, Joseph Smith, Paul, they all went through some really hard things, some really hard things. And the thing that got them through was their testimony of Christ and their testimony that they knew that they knew they could not deny. And they're not, that knowledge changed everything. And now a short break for a word about our sponsor. Look, if you have kids, listen up. Trying to find ways to balance all of life's expectations and still find time to teach our kids in the home is wicked tough. I get it, I've got four kids of my own. Well, I have found a service to make this easy for you. It's a game changer, people. Come Follow Me FHE will take out all of the guesswork when implementing home-centered teaching with the Come Follow Me program. So Christians and members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints can have weekly access to lesson bundles that align exactly with the New Testament study for this year. The lessons are geared towards primary age kids and aim to make gospel learning purposeful, engaging, and dare I say, joyful and fun in your home. So serious, it is five bucks a month, people. Five bucks a month for all of this plan for you. Follow Come Follow Me FHE on Instagram at Come Follow Me FHE to catch weekly coaching on the materials. So just for us Women With Fire listeners, woo! We are offering you a free month to come follow me FHE. Use code WOMENWITHFIRE and it's good through the end of October 2019. All right, back to the podcast. This is such a sacred concept to me and I hope that I will never take for granted that we believe in this, that we believe in divinity speaking to little people on this earth. I hope I never... We're little people. We just are. <laughs> That's just how I picture it. Okay. <laughs> My doctrine's wrong. I get it. <laughs> but I, I think about what are my decision points? Where in the past have my decision points been? And they are typically actually associated with pretty extreme emotions, either total joy or total pain. I feel like it's been associated with that way. And interesting that Joseph's was associated with total struggle. Just, I don't know what to do. I am so confused. I am so confused. And then you think of Paul, um, possibly about to be executed. Okay. Like decision point. Am I going to testify kind of a thing? And it sounds really extreme. Um, but I remember being at EFY when I was a little 14 year old and I'm so thrilled that every youth in the church is going to experience EFY. Oh, 
go refinement of the gospel. It's so great. It's so amazing. So I was at EFY as a 14 year old. And this is when this is going to date me people. Um, when the whole as sisters in Zion and army of Helaman comp compilation kind of medley medley. So if you don't know what I'm talking about and you're too young to know what this is, then Google it. Okay. And listen to it. It's beautiful. And I remember they would split us between um, boys and girls and they would teach the girls their section and then teach the boys to their section. And then we would sing it together. And it's just a beautifully done experience. And clearly the spirit was super, super strong, but there is a time in which the girls sing and the boys are quiet. And then the boys come in and they're singing, we have been born as Nephi of old. And, and I remember standing there as a 14 year old braces on my face and feeling a little insecure in my life and particularly around the male species. Right. And during that moment, I knew that my brother was singing in that crowd. And if you don't know my family, that you're going to be like, well, okay. But my brother passed away before I was born. And I could literally hear him over my shoulder. And the boys are on the other end of the room. Let's remind you of that. I could literally hear him singing in my ear. And that to me was an I cannot deny point. I cannot deny. And so because of that sacred experience, the Lord has allowed my brother Daniel to be a guide to me in the temple, as a missionary, as a new mom in the hospital. I have had dozens, literally dozens of experiences where I have been taught by my brother. And doesn't that make sense? Doesn't that make sense that the Lord would allow my brother to teach me and because of that, I cannot deny the veil. I cannot deny the afterlife. I cannot deny the connection between spirits. Um, many, many things I cannot deny because of those sacred experiences that have been given to me. And I hope that's okay that I share them, share them on a podcast. Um, that helps me remember that this is a decision point for me. And it, even if you have not had that angel come, where are your decision points? If you had to map them out in your life and share them, what were they? This is beautiful. I'm so glad that you shared because um, I think sometimes we don't trust our feelings, right? We don't trust, like, was that the Holy Ghost? You know, was that a nudge? Was that an answer? And God is speaking to us and he's sending angels in different ways for all of us. And I know that if we start searching for those times and start asking, if we don't feel like we can remember, one of the greatest gifts of the Holy Ghost that the Holy Ghost does, one of his greatest jobs, I guess, is to one, testify of Christ, and two, bring things to our remembrance. And he will do that for you. And as Sarah's been thinking about this, I've, I've been thinking about like when we felt called to do this, the women with fire thing, that is a moment in my life I cannot deny like when we heard now President Nelson speak about a plea to my sisters, I knew we needed to do something. And we, and I didn't even know it was going to be a podcast. I didn't know it would be this. You know, I had no it wasn't idea. It was on our list. It wasn't on the list because podcasting really wasn't a thing that, I mean, you know, that is a moment I cannot deny. So as we are, you know, have changed things over the last few years, you know, every year has brought some kind of change. This is a moment I look back to, and I know without doubt God was speaking to me and that we needed to start this community where we could strengthen women 
and bring them into the deep waters with us. <laughs> and it's something I think back about all the time as we struggle and as we change and all this. And it's something that keeps me anchored to our why and what exactly we are supposed to be doing. And you can have this because God is speaking to you. He is, he's speaking to you. And sometimes it just takes the spirit helping us remember what he's done and then write it down and share, do something to solidify that into your brain and then hold on to it in the dark times. I love this. I love this. And I hope that this has brought you to a point where you feel like I, 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 I deserve these experiences because the Lord has promised these experiences. And so I encourage you to take Michelle's challenge to pray about what those experiences are. Surround yourself with things that will enlighten your mind to remember those experiences. And I hope if you are in a mode of sharing and have a moment of braveness, will you DM us on Instagram and tell us what those anchor experiences are? I just find such power in knowing that God is speaking to so many, to so many women and my last thought that I want to share with you before we close is <clears throat> that your covenants are going to bring the clarity necessary to know who is speaking. I promise you that. It's not, is that the Holy Ghost? Oh, it's probably not. No, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Though that those covenants are powerful and will literally arm you with courage to say, I know who that is. I know who that is. And I'm going to move forward and act on these incredible things um, that have been given to me. So what are your decision points? DM us on Instagram. We want to hear about it. Um, we are with you. We cannot deny the things that we have experienced. We cannot deny the experiences that we have already had with women who have also felt that movement to do and to stand up and to testify. And we are with you. We need you. We need you, Covenant Women. We need you. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so excited to hear about the experiences the Lord has blessed you with. And we'll be back with you next week. Hey, you guys, that was a great episode, right? Well, do you want a little bit more or a lot more? Well, we have it for you. Head over to thewomenwithfire.com slash bonus, and you're going to find two bonus episodes that you can download that can literally get your soul on fire right now. So Sarah and I get asked to speak at places a lot, and we have two most requested topics, and we are tackling them and giving them right to your inbox. So Sarah's topic is Satan is at the Y, not at BYU, my friends. It is at the Y, and she dives in uh, and tells you how to get over the questions. Then you can pop over and listen to Michelle talk about like the things she's most fabulous at talking about. And that is God is speaking. Do you hear him? If you feel like revelation is sort of a tripping point for you, she has got some incredible ways that you can better hear the Lord in your everyday life. So these are bonus episodes. You can jump on right now at thewomenwithfire.com slash bonus. Download them right now. And there is more for you to enjoy. Thanks so much for joining us at the Women With Fire podcast.